Welcome, Welcome to, to Zach, Zach and Steve, Steve have, have a podcast. <laughs> I'm Steve. I'm Zach. I can't believe we did that. In that was pretty good. That wasn't planned. <laughs> we just did it, Zachy. That means that means something. That does mean something. It means even after a month of not recording, yes, we still have it. I, Whatever I, it is, we have it. Like Kenny has it. Like Kenny has it. <laughs> Kenny pick it. Yes, because he is it. Yes, MV pick it. Yes, that's true. If he doesn't win a Super Bowl this year. <laughs> It's going to be a massive. He doesn't want to rule every season. It's going to be a disappointment. Like I think, honestly, I, hot take. Yeah, he's better than Patrick Mahomes. Oh my, yeah, he's a, that's a hundred percent true. I've got my Kenny Pickett jersey. I know, you on got today. your Kenny jersey on, yeah. like which I'm sure after this preseason, those those jerseys are sold out. Yeah, if you're not a Steelers fan, it's pandemonium. I know in the city of Pittsburgh, he's thrown zero picks. Yeah. He's uh he's only had like three incomplete passes all preseason. Yeah. He has a perfect rating, perfect passer rating all preseason. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we've uh, been on the Kenny Pickett train from the very beginning. If you've yeah. listened to this podcast, we, we, we didn't I, really, I, I soured on his personal life a little bit, <laughs> no. but his professional life, I like, like him. Nobody cares at all about us <laughs> talking about football. <laughs> In but, fact, we are told that it's several people's least favorite part of any podcast. But guess what? We can't help it. Yeah. It's like uh, a, we it's watched like the game Yinzer, last night. It's and like it a Yinzer was dream. It is. It, is this like your thing? Yinzer yeah. dream? Yeah. This is it's like, like yeah, I texted our, our mutual friend. Yeah. It's a Yinzer dream. This is a Yinzer dream. dream. Yeah. It is a Yinzer dream, man. Yeah. Steelers look amazing. We're excited. Uh, I, I can't wait for week one. When is week one? It's September 10th. Yeah, I thought so. So there's, but that was the last preseason game. That's correct? it. Yep. Just three now. Now, now we just get to wait. I seven. thought they only I, they used to do four, right? Yeah, they changed it a couple years ago. Now they they cut it down to three. Yep. And I've got tears in my eyes. I, I know, but I think it's from the gas in this room. <laughs> okay. What is there a gas leak in yep. here? Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's why I took ten days off. I oh. uh, I was I've been out of the office for ten days. I'm trying to clear my brain. Nice. No. Anyway, so, let's yeah, get, literally, this is my first day back in the office. I took uh, another nice vacation. I, I haven't taken much vacation this year. Believe it or not. Believe it or, believe it or not. I mean, we judging by the, the the amount of podcasts that have not been done, yeah. you would think we've just been on vacation for a really long time. No. But that's not been the case. And no, it's been busyness yeah. here at work. Yes, believe it or not. Yeah, we the, none of that time has been vacation time. Um, there's been several things going on this summer. This has been our most... Uh, inconsistent upload schedule, which I can only imagine is helping our viewership or <laughs> listeners listenership. So what we're going to ask, if you could, if you could for us. Yeah. We've never asked this before. Oh, this is something new. This is something new. We've never asked this before. But if you could, after you listen or during while you're listening, make sure you follow the yep. podcast on whatever streaming service you're using. Make sure you click to follow. And then also, if you could, share it oh. on some social media. There you go. And that would be a huge help to us continue to be able to, like, you know, rationalize <laughs> why we do this, to do this podcast. So because <laughs> if there's nobody listening to it, yeah. it's just two guys with microphones in their face yeah. talking to each other across from a, t- a table from each other. Yeah. Uh, but if you could do that for us, we really appreciate it. And also, we want to dedicate this episode to a listener. Oh, who uh, said that her her deadlifts are not the same? Yes, without, without the podcast. Yeah, she listens while she's in the gym. So, Abby, this is for you. Yep, Abby Lou. Abby Lou, podcast is for you. 
Thank you for for being a faithful listener and uh, telling us to get back in the studio. Yes, we're back. We're back. We're back in the studio for the first time. Our studio is an office <laughs> that has a fan in the door, has an air conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing good stevie we're doing good man so tell Dude. me something yeah zach tell me a story oh buddy i need a story you've been off for so a long many time. stories so you, many stories you've I, been chasing waterfalls you've i been, did i chased waterfalls we did the good old tlc yeah no they say don't go chasing waterfalls but you didn't listen to that I did, uh, we no we didn't stick to the rivers and the lakes like we used to <laughs> all right we went right for those waterfalls. Yeah. Yeah. So Sarah and I took the kids. Uh, so I was off, I've been off on vacation. Uh, finally, <laughs> I feel like I've been waiting for a vaca- an actual vacation for a while. It's not just like, you know, sit, like still kind of doing work in a lot of ways. Uh, uh, so last week, Sarah and I took the kids up to the Finger Lakes. Are you familiar with the Finger Lakes? Is that kind of where the... The gloves go in in, in uh, Alaska. Uh, the, the, the fingers go here. Yes, is that, is that yeah, kind of yeah, it? yeah. It's that, just, just like full fingers. A, that was a, that was a that was a stretch. Yeah, that was a stretch take. That's where all the fingers go. That's where all the fingers. No, so the Finger Lakes. Uh, I mean, we've heard about it. Uh, we've never been there. Uh, we, it was recommended to us by many people. They're like, "Oh, it's beautiful up there." Listen, Zach knows this just as well as anybody. I am not an outdoorsman. You have not been an outdoorsman. I have not been a traditional outdoorsman. No. I mean, I, there's the famous story of us having a, a sleepover, like a like a tent adventure for one youth event. It was yeah. when we used to live back in our old house. We had a big backyard. And yeah. We got the tent out there. And Steve was not happy about I was not happy in this tent. And it's become, I was a, not, I was not it's happy. become a kind of a, I don't know, a now, thing. I would not say that I am a camper. Okay. By any stretch of the imagination. I am a, uh, I, I would still feel more comfortable in something that had air conditioning yeah. of some sort. So even if it was like an RV. You, you guys are talking about RVs we, now. We are, we are like really discussing the potential purchase of a recreational vehicle for our family. So we could do, I, I've become a full on um, just appreciator of all things outdoors nice. after, after, I mean, this, this summer, I just, I, gosh, this summer has been a weird one for me. I've, I've, I've been going through a, a many a transitions in my life. Um, and one of those things is like trying to find appreciation for the things that God has done and God has created. Um, and getting outside has been a big part of that. I've never been much of an outdoor doorsy kind of person. Um, but man, like after like really spending a, a week of just going out and, and hiking and um, just exploring and appreciating everything that God has created around us, setting the world into motion, you know what I mean? Um, it's really given me a huge like I, I I was struggling to sit down once I got home. I'm like, OK, I want to go on another hike. I want to get back out in the woods. I want to like I want to go explore again. Like nothing has made me feel more complete, um, or, or made me feel like um, I don't know how else to how else to put it other than saying like just like just to have, find some level of enjoyment in something that's not like the things that I've always been comfortable with. Yeah. Um. One one of the things I've struggled always struggled with is is buying things, material things, to make myself feel good, and like, yeah. it always leads to to nothing. Getting outside. Finding this is like the my as a as a hobby and something to do. It's just been fantastic for me because it's it's been 
not, I, I feel like, and maybe it sounds strange, but you've even alluded to this in conversations we had. It, it does lead to a connection with God more so because it's like we're just looking at the beauty of his creation yeah. all around us. And, um, and then I'm getting to enjoy that with my kids and we're getting, just gosh, so excited about stuff. So anyway, we went, go up to, uh, we went to a, a couple of, I think they're state parks. I don't know okay. the difference between a national park and a state park other than how they're funded. I think that's it. Is that, yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like one's funded by the state, one's fu- funded by the federal government. Yes. Um, but I mean, like, what? I don't know what I went to. Like, if they were state parks or they are national parks, I think they're all state parks. But we went to, um, oh, what was it called? Larch, Lorch. Lorch. We went to the Lorch. <laughs> that sounds like something so out Dr. of like, Dr. Seuss. Yeah, Dr. Seuss meets the Lorch. The Lorch took us to a waterfall. <laughs> meets the Lord of the Rings or something. <laughs> no, what was it called? Not Larch. Was it Larchmont? No. I don't know. Oh, I wasn't goodness. there, Steve. Oh my goodness! Now Sarah's gonna be. She's gonna be. She's yelling her at her. At she's her like car. yelling at it. I don't know if Sarah's ever yelled, raised her voice, um, but she's probably like ah, this guy. Anyway, so we, we went to one uh, park that has these has three waterfalls up in its upstate. All everything was in upstate New York. Upstate New York refers to anything that's not New, New York, York City. City. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we were uh, we were close to Watkins Glen in Ithaca. Okay. okay. I've heard Ithaca is gorgeous. It is gorgeous, man. It is gorgeous. Okay. So we went to the, the first uh, state park, visited those waterfalls. I mean, it was just a gorgeous park. With the, I mean, the kids, it was, I, I don't know if I've ever climbed so many steps in my life, <laughs> but it was all worth it. It was yeah. all worth it. Usually I, the steps you climb are in a building. Yeah, typically. Yeah. These were outdoor steps. I mean, these were like stone. They were like, yeah. they were made. They were actual steps, but they were, they the, were st- the outdoor thing, steps. The thing that got me was the, um, so they had um, railing, old railing, like made of stone, but it came up to your knees. Oh. So it's really more of like a tripping hazard. Like it wasn't going to stop you from falling over. And it was like, like a, it was like leprechaun railing or yeah, something. Yeah. Well, it's like I was like, this must have been built when the average height in the United States was five six. <laughs> like that's like the, the a tall man was five eight. Yeah. All right. For us guys that are you know six foot and above, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna die <laughs> if we run yeah. into one of these things. So we're just gonna go careening to our death. Yeah. Um, it. Sarah's not a fan of heights okay. either, uh, especially with the kids present. So, like, it, it did make things a little bit more challenging because of, like, just the um, just the kids being kids, yeah. right? And they're like, sure. oh, look over the edge. We're like, no. Oh, yeah. I know all about that. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, uh, yeah, because, I mean, I'm sure up in Alaska, it's the same yes, thing. It is and the there's just thing. polar bears at the bottom of those hills with their mouths open with, waiting. With all the people's gloves. They can't. <laughs> They can't wait. Up there, they have everybody's fingers. They just have everybody's fingers. So anyway, we went to the first one. Um, I, I can't recommend that that place enough. I wish I could remember the name of the park. Um, but Lorch. Like, Lorch. <laughs> Lorchment. I, and so as we're driving out of that park on our way to our next stop, we were heading to Ithaca after that uh, to visit a couple other like uh, smaller waterfalls. Not really small. Just gorgeous walking trails and everything. Um we look over, we're driving out, and over in this field, like 20 feet away from us, is a bald eagle. Nice. On the ground, eating like something that it caught. I don't nice. Know if it was like a rabbit or a squirrel or whatever. But uh, I, I mean, I've never seen a bald eagle. That Those things are 
huge. Yeah. That's a big bird. It is a big bird. It's, I, it's cool. It is really cool. I mean, I knew that they were big, but once you see one in person, you're like, wow. Yeah. That's a large bird of prey. <laughs> so we got, <laughs> we got, we got pictures of that. We went and like just hiked. The only thing we didn't realize okay. when uh, we went uh-oh. up there, Zach, was it was NASCAR weekend in, in Watkins Glen. Yeah, that's the one one weekend a year there's the I think the race there. Yeah. And you picked you picked it. <laughs> it was not intentional. Uh, Sarah and I are not race fans. I yeah. have nothing against racing or anything like that. I used to be a huge NASCAR fan when I was way younger. Um, not what I was expecting. So when we're booking all of our, our, our – oh, we only stayed one night up there. But um, when we were booking our hotel, I was like, why are the prices like double this weekend as any other weekend? Like ah. it was insane. Ah. And it was – and I get up there. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. It's ah. race weekend. Like we picked the one weekend that – So Watkins Glen, which is just a sleepy little is town sli- in, the, in, the, in the mountains is now – I, overrun by people i cannot express any more uh love and adoration <laughs> for uh a place as uh the the small towns and places like watkins Glen and ethica and places like that in new york gorgeous yeah everything was beautiful like i've I, we've i've gone through i basically live in a farm town right yes I've been through a million farm towns in my life. There's something special about upstate New York. Nice. I, that I would have never expected, but my goodness, did I enjoy every well, cool. every mile of that drive. Then Watkins Glen, that that park, it's essentially it's a gorge. That's what I heard. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Yes, yes it is. And I mean, just how they set up the paths and everything. Oh, Zach, I could have stayed. I could have stayed there for it sounds days. like it. I could. I can hear it in your voice. You have just a an overflowing love and affection for. I I do. Yeah. I never. I, I never in a million years would I have been like. I'll be that guy. I'll be the guy that's like, no. let's go hiking. Yeah. No, that's not Steve. Let's go climbing. Yeah. We've, I've been to New York with you before, but it's New York City. Uh, yeah, we've been to New York City. Yeah, totally different. Totally I thought, different. I thought that was my environment for yeah. the longest time. I've discovered that big cities give me more anxiety now yeah. than yeah. ever before. So Sarah and I were supposed to – I mean I'm all over the place with my story. Sarah and I last week were just going on a date one day. Um, it was a Wednesday and we were going to go down to Pittsburgh and we went to um, this place called Quaker Falls. Okay. In she's still chasing waterfalls. Listen, buddy, like our lives are, are <laughs> how close can we get to these waterfalls? Cause nice. some of these are hard to get to and Quaker falls is probably the hardest one. I've, I told you this and you're like, what? Cause I, I said, cause you guys went there, but you yes. only, you walked around the top. I said, you guys didn't go to the bottom. <clears throat> like how, you're like, how did you get to the bottom? I said, well, they have ropes. <laughs> this is not Steve. I mean, this is they have ropes, and you just kind of rappel down the side. I think I would have paid money to see you rappel down the side of a waterfall. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was this really is appointment st- viewing. It was a really, it was really steep. It was super <laughs> steep. You're um, still here talking, so you made it. I've never had more fun, and like so, and then you have to like you know figure out your footing and everything to get up to the where the waterfall is at because there's no path to it it's like you just gotta walk on rocks and over logs and all kinds of stuff i was having the time of my life 
And every step, like Sarah, we, we Sarah and I would get to a place where we're like, okay, this is this is close enough. Let's get some pictures. We can head back. I'm like, nah, get let's closer. get a little bit closer. She's oh, like, yeah. are you, she's like, are you kidding me? I finally, I got all, I got behind the waterfall. Did I you? was so proud of myself. Yeah, there's like, there's a little bit of a, 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 it's like carved out behind like the waterfall at the base of it. I got in behind that. There was literally just enough room height wise for me to nice. stand in there. Um, but it was so cool. So yeah, I, I traversed and then I climbed back up that hill, up the rocks. I was a little anxious at first. I'll, I'll fully admit. But well, once I got, fine. once I was in it, I was in it. Yeah. I was like, I earned my Indiana Jones hat today. Like, <laughs> did you wear it? Have you no. been wearing your Indiana Jones hat on? As your- I go on these things, I didn't yeah. want it in your whip. I didn't want so to you be- can like take it and like hook onto a root and swing yeah. across. Yeah. I've uh, so like I've, I've watched videos on that. And guys talk about it and they're like. Um, yeah, if you want to die, <laughs> definitely try it. So you've been researching if this is possible. Now, yeah. now that you're out there doing it. And now now that, that this is research I've done a long time oh, ago. Oh, okay. I'm this like, is... how effective are whips as ropes? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is not. <laughs> They're not effective as ropes. But anyway, go back to New York. Uh, we walked through that the Watkins Glen Gorge. Holy cow, man. Like, you've got to go there. Like, just experience it. And the thing that we were really blessed with was beautiful blue sky days. Yeah. It was it was perfect. There wasn't, a, like, a drop of rain the whole time, except for at night, which was fine. We, yeah. were, we were exhausted by the end of the day anyway. But we did, I mean, hours and hours. I don't know how many miles we, we traversed the whole time. And I had Pete in a backpack. Nice. A baby backpack, not like not, I put, not like your North Face. I backpack. put him in my North Face bag. I just I zipped his head up to his head, <laughs> so his head's just sticking out. The rest he of his probably would have loved it. No, he did not love it. <laughs> he didn't. He did not love no, it. He was he, contained. He was yeah. He was not too happy. Um, the cool thing was so long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. No, it, so when when Tessa was a baby, friends of ours from the church allowed us to have this really nice baby backpack kind of thing. That was like it looked like you know when you see like uh, in in movies when like the elephants have like those fancy things on top of them that a guy's riding on, like like in Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, okay, you know what I'm talking about? It has like it has a roof over well, it. Where like Legolas goes up the trunk and like slides up the trunk of the elephant. Okay, you're kind of missing the point. I'm oh. talking about the thing on their back. Oh yeah, that the not, people ride. Not, in. We're not killing elephants. <laughs> we're talking about the ride itself. Oh, okay. okay, yeah. Are we back? Oh, yeah. All yeah. right. So anyway, so. That's what that's what the backpack thing looked like. It had it had a little bit of a uh, it had like a roof over it and everything. So like the baby's head was covered and from the sun. Yeah, and it held them almost like in a saddle. And there was like I mean there was like a thing that like came out. So you so could you're sit. the elephant. Very much so. Yes, thank you, thank you for saying that. <laughs> I'm uh, just trying to get a picture yeah, here. Of what Ava <laughs> Ava has been on me about my size oh, a lot yeah. recently. It's been uh, it's been hurtful. I'll, uh, <laughs> you're the one who said that you're you were getting you had an elephant. I'm pack. essentially an elephant. Yes, yes. you're like, like Dad, you're really big, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't think you mean it that way, but I'm, uh, it's it's still stinging a little bit. Anyway, so yeah, I we we got one of those after the trip at the so we went to um a yard sale that's when you guys watched the the kids yeah. for us yeah. thank you again oh you're doing welcome. that on on that saturday we went to yard sale we refound that same baby carrier because the one that we took on this trip was awful oh awful it was like it was a, a minimalist 
kind of baby backpack hmm. that was not very uh, helpful hmm. at all. It was like Pete was just back there and I had to keep pulling him up and like readjusting. And he was like, nah. and like every time I did it, like I was like, I was, <laughs> I was pushing the air out of his lungs. Last <laughs> I readjust. It's like, <laughs> every time I would move my, move, move the straps up over my shoulders again to kind of pull him up. This one, we took on another trip because we went, we went hiking and again, it was, seamless it was nice. so easy nice to get him around so anyway we got it for five bucks nice yard sale yard sales Fine. are amazing yeah amazing so anyway but yeah Watkins Glen was 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 beautiful it was perfect the only thing we didn't do while we were up there Zach is go to one of the lakes <laughs> you didn't see a finger lake we didn't go to any of the finger lakes we only did waterfalls okay but I will tell you this it was well worth it well like, you you are not listening to TLC you are taking their advice quite literally you're not sticking to the lakes that you're, that you're used to. Yeah. You're going straight for the waterfalls. No, they say, please stick to the rivers yeah. and the lakes like you used to. Exactly. But we're, you're not doing that. Yeah, we're doing the opposite. Exactly. Take that, TLC. Yeah. They, see, they, they should have learned from me. Yes. Zach, there's another thing I got to talk about. Oh, my goodness, man. It's, Did you get stung by a bee? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you want to Yeah. <laughs> You are the Kool Aid Man. You have the 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 stuff running through your veins that make that attracts Zach. the flying insects to you. Zach, <laughs> I'm having a hard time reconciling this. <laughs> I, I have murder hornets at my house. You got the murder hornets. I did. I they like those things. Are you sure those are murder? I don't hornets? know what they are. They look like murder hornets. They, they, they look scary. They're, they're big. big. They're like yellow. And yeah, they're, they're not like brown. Yeah, not like not. Their faces are like they're huge. They're huge, and they don't make it. They're not on a nest. They're underneath this tree, and they're eating the roots of it. Yeah, they're like gnawing on the roots I of think, it. I think what they're trying to do is kill that tree so they can ho- it'll hollow out, and then they can build their kingdom in there. <laughs> it's the kingdom of the hornet, kingdom of the <laughs> murder hornet. So, it's, so we're gonna be like ground zero of the death in the area. Yeah, <laughs> because but, <laughs> they'll figure out that my house is the place to come to. Evidently, Zach. What happens? Dee? I'm out there. <laughs> It boggles my mind, man. I'm out there cutting the grass, and boom, I get hit again. Where at? On my on my uh, calf. Nailed you. It nailed me, man. It sent me for a loop. I had a low grade fever for two days. What? What what was it that bit you? Yellow jacket. Yellow jacket stung me. Uh oh. Yeah. That's the only thing that stings me, man. It's the only thing that stings (laughs) me. They're getting you back. They're getting me back for taking their family. (laughs) I'm telling you, man, I'm marked for death. <laughs> they wrote me a letter. Did they? Yeah. Did you write it down? Yes. Are you going to read it to me? Yeah, I'm going to read it right now. Right. You, on the you got your phone out. <laughs> You're back? Oh, man. The pop socket on your the back of your phone has changed. It no, no longer is a record. It now matches my current mood. <laughs> it used to be a record, like a like a, hey, a like vinyl, a vinyl record. record that you could spin, yeah. and you'd be spinning that thing all the time. Right now, there is a mountain with a sunset going yes. going against the mountain there. Yes. So, it, so, that's so who I changed. am now. It is who you are now. That's amazing. It's a reflection of who I am, yeah. Zachy. I'm so proud <clears> of you. All right, let's read this letter. To whom the- it may concern... I was like, you know who I am. They did that out of spite. <laughs> they, did. they did. The kingdom is abuzz <laughs> with anger. We are unhappy to be 
This is, this is they the, put all these stupid B puns in there. And where, I'm like, where did they leave this letter? They're yellow jackets. Was it folded really nice, like a, a, in in an envelope on your door, or did they like inscri- inscribe this in your arm they, with, oh, their, with their stinger? They they left it next. I woke up and it was next to my bed. Oh, that that's scary. They flew it into my house. That's scary. Well, remember that one guy was on my couch. I know, that's where I got, got stung you. the last time. Two months ago, yeah. in my house, on my couch. This is scary. They sent one of their assassins. Keep reading. We hope that this letter finds you well. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> 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 this is so stupid. We believe... <laughs> They're not even bees, man. They're yellow jackets. They're yellow jackets. Like, they're confusing their own yeah. species. They don't have very good the species identity. They, they don't care. No. They're just jerks, man. They're finding they're, their they're identity. They're kind of in mocking their, another, another species. They get their identity in their revenge more than yeah. they get in, in how God made them. Yes. We... <laughs> Spit all over the. We will be <laughs> seeking <laughs> our bevenge. Like that's not even a word. <laughs> they didn't. They're just trying to put B in everything. They're putting right? B in everything. They're yeah. not bees. No, they're, they're yellow, yellow jackets. Yeah. I think that's part of like the hornet family yeah. or something. Take care, <laughs> Buzz. That was his name. His Buzz. name is Buzz. Oh, okay. Like Buzz Lightyear. Yep. We have Buzz Buzz at our house. Who is, Buzz Buzz? Who is a bumblebee. He's a bumblebee. He's very nice. See, I, I think I've told that listen, story before. Bee, honeybees? I love honeybees. Yeah. I'm a supporter of the honeybee. Mm-hmm. All right? Like, even when it's honeybees coming around my kids, I'm like, guys, don't have to worry about a honeybee. They don't want to hurt you. They're nice little guys. They really are. They like, make, a honeybee's not honey. going to bother you. Honey tastes very good. Honey's great. Yellow jackets provide nothing. Nothing. No. All they do is kill other things and they sting me. That's the only things that they were built to do. So I, what I want you to ask, to, to, to do beyond, like I said earlier, yeah, following our podcast and sharing it, I want you to punch a yellow jacket <laughs> right in the, the face. face. In the face. In the face. You yeah. see a yellow jacket? Don't like swat at it. It's like those spotter. Ball up that fist and knock it out. It's like those spotted lantern flies that are everywhere. Do you have any of those at your house? They're down towards Pittsburgh no, more. No, oh, yeah. I have not the, seen the invasive species. Fly. I've heard about this. I remember I was down. Was the, I, we took the kids down to um, the was it Carnegie Science Center? Yeah. And they had signs up. It said, "If you see it, kill it. Kill it." Yes, that's you know, usually when you see animals, like you're supposed to be nice to them, be kind to them. Not these spotted lanternflies. There are signs <laughs> up everywhere. You see it? Kill them. Squash kill them. It. That's what that says everywhere. Yeah, I feel bad for those. That's things. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, there was never this kind of pandemonium over like the stink bug. Yeah, it's like Those the invasive species thing. I'm glad. Well, I'm glad the Native Americans didn't do that when the when the well, you know, the it, English showed up. So wasn't it like so we had that like outbreak of uh, years ago? It was like the little ladybug looking beetles, but they weren't yeah. really ladybugs. They were orange. Yeah, you remember those? Oh, they're called something. Yeah, I can't remember what they were called. But Japanese that's, wasn't that, something. Japanese beetles are a different thing. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Japanese beetles are those shiny the little Asian guys. beetles, I think they're called. Asian beetles. Whatever, dude. Whatever. Yeah. <coughs> so, didn't they release the stink bugs because they eat those things? I don't know. Is that an urban legend? I don't know. 
But that, then I heard that they released the, the spotted lantern flies to get rid of the stink bugs. Really? Yeah. I think people just make that up. You think people make that up, Zach? Yeah. But they're where's, back anyway. Where's Eddie Yeti? We need usually, an entomologist. Where, where's Eddie Yeti? He usually eats these things. <laughs> <laughs> Wait until they release all the Cousin Eddies. Yeah. Because eventually it's going to be, they're going to release squirrels. <laughs> Wait until you see those, those signs. If you see it, <laughs> squash it. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> That's messed up. That was a little jacked up, Zach. But, you know, it's been a long time since we recorded a podcast. <laughs> and I don't long. know how these go anymore. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back here in a little bit. Oh, we are? Yeah, we're done. Like, done, done? No, no. We'll be back with the actual something of edification. Oh, don't use that word. It's a big Who word. Who are you? I don't know. I haven't done a podcast You've changed. in a while either. <laughs> yeah. You've changed. Like, I, don't, I, I don't even have a pop socket. It's just a tree on the back of mine. Maybe oh, is that because you like trees? I do. I, I like trees. There's not one on the back of my <laughs> on my pop socket. <laughs> ah. All right, when we come back, something worthwhile. In a minute. In a minute. All right, we're back from our, our brief break where I had a, I'm a choking hazard in and of myself. Yeah, you were choking. I'll tell a quick story that I Hacking. forgot to, I forgot to add to the front half of the podcast it's kind of frightening actually <laughs> we might have to carry i may or may not have a hantavirus <laughs> i think that's what it's called i i so so last a couple weeks two ago, weeks ago two weeks ago we played a game in the on, youth sunday, ministry. on sunday morning uh called mythical meats <laughs> I All thought right. it was called Mystical Meats. Mystic, and Zach kept calling it Mystical Meats, but that's, that, is, that is classic Zach. <laughs> <laughs> if something's named one thing, he's got to come up with his own name. <laughs> anyway. not, not out of – just out of not stupidity. Out of, yeah, just, just because he forgot and yeah. he's just doing his – he's like, I think I know what this is. Mystical right. Meats. Mystical Meats. But we had this game called Mythical Meats. And it's actually – so it's this company called Mythical Meats that makes these, you know – Slim Jims. Slim Jims, essentially. Beefs, like meat sticks, but they're, they're like, they name them after all different kinds of mythical creatures, like a unicorn. And uh, what was the other one? Like a chimera, Loch Ness monster. Yeah, but Chupacabra. They, they also have some weird, like, animals. Like one was an ostrich meat. Yeah, but so each one of those, even though they're called, you know, a mythical meat, they're made from real beef, alligator. chicken, pork. Some have alligator, some have ostrich. Some, yeah. like antelope, all, one antelope. antelope, yeah, all different kinds of an, animals. So it's it is an interesting, you know, blend of meats and spices and stuff. It, it, yeah. They're very good, like they're high quality. Yeah, so we played a game where the students had to eat them and they try eat to them guess and then which... guess what mythical creature it <laughs> yeah. was. It was just you know, it, it, it's a youth group game, clearly. <laughs> but you come to me and you say, "Hey, I was sitting in here and I saw those mystical, the mythical." You still can't get it right. I can't man. get it right. Laying there, they're, he was yeah, like, they're sitting out. He was and, like, "I saw the Loch Ness monster. And I thought I'm going to eat him." Yeah, so I saw. Yeah, I, I was. I wanted a snack when I got in the office. I'm like, "Oh, there's, we still have some of those left." So I grabbed the Loch Ness monster. It was, it was beef and um, oh goodness, what was the other thing in it? Alligator? No, it was nothing water based. Which it was beef and buffalo. Or bison or something. <laughs> are bison and buffalo the same thing? They're probably not, but we'll say they they're are. They're close enough. Yeah. If they're not the same thing, they may as well be, and no one can tell me different. Anyway, so it's sitting there. I grab it. I tear it open. I eat it. Done. All right? A little bit later, I look over. I'm like, oh, there's still a couple other ones left. I wasn't going to eat them. I just wanted to see what was left. I look at the one. It was like the Chimera one. It has like 
it said chorizo flavored meat, which Ugh. nasty. Whatever, it sounds gross. Um, and then the other one was I forget what it was. The chupacabra. Uh, chupacabra was the was the chorizo flavored one because like, it's like Chimera Mexican. was the spicy beef one. Okay, I'm looking at it. And I notice that there's a hole in it at the top. <laughs> And a little bit of bites have been taken out of it. Like something started eating it and I was like, oh, this is too spicy. I'm going to give up. Then I noticed mouse poops. All around the bag. So I'm, I'm really hoping and praying. That the mice didn't like Loch Ness and they liked yeah. the other mystical, <laughs> mythical meat. That they didn't also take some bites out of the one that I ate because I'm a little concerned that I'm going to have. You pounded I, that thing too. It was good. Didn't even think about it. No. Didn't even think about it. But the, the, the I'm pro- thinking about it now. <laughs> there probably is like toothpaste. Am I supposed it. to go get like a shot or something? Maybe. I might have to carry you out of here before we're done. I'm worried. I would be. Let me see. Uh, there's a there's a wrapper on the ground down here. Is it a wrapper? Basilisk. This is basilisk meat here. Oh, mythical Zachy. meats. Alligator with beef and pork stick. There you go. Well, wunderbar. Um, anyway. So anyway. You're all right. Hopefully. This might be my last episode. How's your belly feeling? It's a little gurgly? A little, little, I don't feel ill at all. Is it like a rodent running around Listen, in there? In I looked at it. I didn't see anything. I looked at both ends. Nothing stuck. Stuck out. I, I would have noticed if there was a tear in it somewhere. Yeah, I think you're all right. Keep telling yourself that. You have to talk yourself into the fact that you're all right. Yeah, you know, like I got these disinfectant wipes. I can just <laughs> eat one of those and hope it hope it balances out. It's, no, don't do that. It's like when you eat the real hot food, you go for the ice cream to make sure every like the balance in your belly is <laughs> at the right level. I got a good base and a good acid in there. Yeah. Now it's neutralized. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <clears throat> anyway, Zach. Yeah. You so this past Sunday I wasn't yeah. here. Yeah, and we've been we've finished our summer movie series. We did, and I was really excited about where you were taking it for the final week because one of the big movies of this year, while it might not have been commercially super successful, it was somewhat yeah. commercially successful, even though it wasn't a huge commercial success. It still was a, a very important movie in Christian circles because sure. it was talking. We're talking about the movie Jesus Revolution. Yes. And back in the 1970s, this was a huge, huge, it was a charismatic movement that happened in the 70s. Or was just like revivals happening all over the country. But the mm. big, big one was out in California, mm-hmm. right. which is where this movie is taking base. And I think it, I think it wasn't like Greg Laurie. Yes. A big part. I, I don't know all the ins Did and outs. Have of you it. seen the movie? I've not seen the movie. Okay. I, I just know that Greg Laurie was part of that movement years back. He's still a pastor to this day. Yes. He, the movie, is around his conversion and then how he began a little church out So there. he was like a kid? Yeah, he was like a he, teenager? Yeah, I think he was in high school in, in the movie. Okay. And talked about how um, he met this girl who became his wife. And she invited him to these kind of like parties back then, to these concerts where they were doing drugs and, and, yeah. and just trying to... The whole idea was there was a generation uh, of the hippie movement. Yes, the almost. hippie movement. There's a generation of people that were looking for something, looking for meaning in life, trying to understand what what's truth. Yeah, kind of like that idea. And it was these people were searching and they found it in God, but they needed people in their church communities, pastors mm-hmm. who had, you know, rejected 
these hippies, these these people before, because they were dirty, they were smelly, they were doing drugs. They would come into their church and kind of make a scene. Like they yeah. they were not welcome. Yeah, because and this like, idea the, of just this traditional approach <laughs> of the church. Sure, because that that was the big thing in the movie that you have the one side of of the church congregation sitting in the pews. They're the the older gentlemen that have the suit and ties on, and the and the and the women with the pretty dresses on. On the other side of the pew were all the hippies. You know, and they, they've got like crazy hair, not wearing shoes, the big flowy clothes and stuff. And yep. just that contradiction and seeming lifestyles yeah. there. And how. Dichotomy. Yeah. Yeah. And so like these, uh, the, the, the straight laced Christian folk did not want the hippies in their church because they were ruining their carpet. Well, I'm glad that doesn't exist anymore. I, exactly. To this day. You know, exactly. I'm, I'm glad people, we just accept people, <laughs> you know, they can come in dressed however they want to now. Nobody says nothing. It's exactly right. That doesn't happen anymore in no, church. No, never. No. Nobody ever complains about how people look and how it's unacceptable before the Lord. Nobody yes. says that anymore. Exactly. It's good. I'm glad it stopped. <laughs> glad it stopped back in the 70s. Right. So there's definitely truths you can take from what, what the movie was about. And that's kind of <laughs> what we were talking about. But the cool thing was I knew a hippie. I knew someone who you was – You knew a hippie? I did. Someone who was saved during the Jesus Revolution. And oh, so, and someone who, in our lives, we know it. We yes, yes. I don't. Do you think he really qualified as a hippie? He was kind of. He's like a motorcycle cowboy, kind of. Yeah. That's what he is. Yeah. But Pastor Ron Noggle, one of our favorite people in the yeah. entire world, one of our heroes of the faith, really. Yeah, someone honestly, who has gone like, the yeah, way. He's a father figure. Yes. Right. Pastor at our church, who's now retired, semi-retired. He's still uh, here. The man will never uh, – a pastor never truly retires yeah. is, uh, is the truth. Yeah. <laughs> That's where he's at right now. So uh, he started the Celebrate Recovery Ministry at our church and was really big into that aspect of being a pastor and leading a ministry, getting down the nitty-gritty of people's hurts, their hang-ups, the stuff they struggle with, yeah. and trying to help them to see how God can work in their life and turn that around to then have your life – used for God's glory, get out of those addictions that you're in, this type of thing. And so <clears throat> you can see where that part of his, because he talked about who he was before he knew Christ, how he was a hoodlum, basically, like a rambunctious young man out he there doing a, things that were... Which I could never was, imagine Ron being. Exactly, because sure. we know Ron as, as Ron and not as Ron as he was when he was 18 years old or whatever. Yeah, we didn't know him as Ronnie. Exactly. That's all of his buddies call him. Yeah. So he was telling stories about how he would, you know, the stuff he was getting into and, and how he went during the Jesus movement uh, to a place called The Barn, which yeah. was this I've seen – he has a picture of it in his office yeah. in a very dilapidated state. It was – I mean – Yes. Yeah. Like run down, falling apart, just a barn out in the middle of a field yeah. in Ohio somewhere. He went there. There was these charismatic church services um, – part of this Jesus revolution, this movement. And he went there and was saved one day and mm. turned his life completely around and the rest is history. So it was cool to be able to relate a real life person to what they watched in a movie, you know? So we talked about that. And, uh, did he talk about like him getting reacquainted with somebody that spoke that night? Yeah. Yeah. Talk about the dude's name was Crow. Crow. <laughs> yeah. Like, is that, that is like, I'm like, this, this, is, this is the most sick. Yeah, late sixties, early seventies thing you can possibly hear of. Yeah. So Ron posted something about um, it was his what was what, he called? It's like his spiritual birthday. Yes. The you know he, and he celebrates every year. He usually posts on Facebook like hey, it's my February twenty seventh yeah, or something. Yeah, that something sounds like that. right. 
Um, it's his spiritual birthday. It's when he gave his heart to Jesus. Um, and the, somebody replied to it. It's like another older gentleman. And he's like, people used to call me crow. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, that is the sickest thing <laughs> I've ever heard. People used to call me crow. That is a cool nickname, man. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. want to be called crow. Yeah. For a good reason. Yeah. Not just because I said, "Hey, just call me Crow." <laughs> yeah, you, can't, you can't give yourself your own. It's my nickname. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, so this, yeah, this guy reached out to him. He was able to reconnect with one of the guys that spoke that night. Yeah, that he was saved. Yeah, it's amazing. But go ahead, Zach. I'm sorry. No, so it was cool. So I just interviewed Pastor Ron, and that was the service. We watched some video clips. We watched the clip of that Greg Laurie guy um, being baptized and coming up out of the water, and it, it was this I don't know this dramatic reenactment of what, you know, change, you know, your life going from <clears throat> before Christ to after Christ, you know, he's down in the water, he's kind of like floating around mm. and you see him like release his hands, kind of like releasing his sins to God kind of mm. thing comes up out of the water and he's just kind of like changed, you know, yep. um, but it, it comes up and it's modern day Greg glory. Yes, basically. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And so it was, it was neat just to see, have Pastor Ron then talk about his, same type of um, conversion experience yeah. where it was just one night, the Holy Spirit working on his heart and just, you know, he went up, knelt down at, at, the, at the altar, gave his life over to Christ and it's been completely different ever since. And so that, yeah, that was basically what the service was, but it was seventies day. Did it, you guys all dress? We we did. I, I, got, I went to the Goodwill. And the I, Goodwill? <laughs> so what? He said that I was like a guy. I went to the goodwill. Well, it's goodwill. Well, it's I said it that way because, like, did you go to Will Lewis's house? No. When when my daughter was little, okay, she used to call it Big Wills. Oh, Big Wills. <laughs> so if we would go to the goodwill for something, she'd be like, "Hey, are we going to Big Wills?" So we called the Big, big Wills. Big Wheel in the sky keeps on turning. No, big Will, not Wheel, not. I like the Journey song. <laughs> big wheel in the sky. No, big will. Like, I heard you what heard you me said. Singing. Yeah, I will. was singing a song. I know. If you can't, you'll have to excuse me. Yeah, sorry. excuse me. <laughs> All right, bro. So we went to the big will. Man, that's that's what I meant to say. I'm trying to be 70s now. <laughs> you are far out. So I went there. Don't harsh on me, man. And Is I, that it? Is that something? I don't know. Oh, don't harsh my mellow, bro. You sound pretty good, but I was, uh, I wasn't there. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. <laughs> at, at Big Wells, I found Wells. this, uh, it's like a corduroy jacket, brown with the big lapels, kind of, it was very small on me, so it looked cool. And uh, I had you on, walk, kind of, so I, I, I shaved my beard down to mutton chops and a nice Fu Manchu. Nice. In... I thought I looked ridiculous, but I have to tell you, people came up to me and said, that doesn't look bad. Yeah. To the point where I thought, I'm going to keep this look. You would have done well in the 70s, actually. Thank you. I yeah, appreciate you that. I, Sarah, you would have done well, too. Sarah said to me, she's like, I'm so glad you're not there this week. <laughs> she's like, because I know you'd want to shave down. She's like, I'm so glad you're, you get the pass on this week. I'm like, can I do it anyway? She's like, no. <laughs> it's all about guys shaving mustaches. It's, it's back. There's now. nothing better than just a freshly cut stash. Yeah, I know. Makes you feel like a man. Yeah, go Makes ahead. You feel like your father. Like that's the thing. Like our dads had the mustaches yeah. for us for our age, folks. Sure, sure. Yeah. Anyway, 
Anyway, so then I had to shave it off. So I've kind of got the baby baby beard going on here, little baby face underneath the little stubbles. So that's anyway. all right. You look, you, you, you look good, buddy. Anyway, that's not at how, all. How the students respond to it? Silence, basically. Really? I, I gave them a chance to uh, ask questions. Ask questions. Nothing. No questions. So. That, know, that's maybe, kind of a bummer, man. Yeah, maybe you, it didn't hit what I was hoping it would well, hit. Well, I don't think it's a matter of it not hitting. I, I Sometimes I struggle with, like, why is there a disconnect point, like, in a lack of – and maybe it's like we're not teenagers anymore. Uh, we're at that age where we appreciate, like, what yeah. we could take away from – and it's probably just the age. The wisdom of, yeah, of like, a sage. I, I want sage wisdom in my life. Like I want people to be speaking into me. I want to learn from other people, whether it's the mistakes that they made or the, the, the triumphs that they've had. Like, I want to hear that so that I can kind of help myself mold a, a better version yeah. of myself. Right. So and like, yeah, that's, I, I'm, I'm not, I, I'm not saying I'm like disappointed or anything, but that, that I wish, I wish people would, you know, especially at a younger age, I wish I, when I was in my teens, would have, you know, looked at my grandfather and asked real questions and learned so much more. I mean, not yeah. that he didn't impart wisdom to me as a kid, um, but my goodness, now as a, a almost 40-year-old man, like I'm like, oh, gosh, how much would I love to just pick his brain about everything? Yeah. And learn so much. Like there would be so much to learn. I think um, when you're a student, learning is different than when you're an adult and not a student anymore. When you're a student and you have to go to school and you, that's, you know, you're learning, like you're going to church, they're teaching you. You don't have the appreciation of gaining knowledge maybe because mm -hmm. it's you have to do it. It's kind of like your job. When you're a kid, your job is to go to school, right? When you're an adult, your job yeah. is to go and make work, make monies at the work, right? And so you're not getting taught. Make monies. <laughs> you're not getting taught. And so you gain appreciation when you can have those conversations with someone who is filling your mind and expanding your knowledge of, you know, how God has worked in someone else's life, those type of things. I think there's a lot of that going on. Yeah, I'm sure it is. And so I, I think it – but I think you're right. And it's something for our students. Take time to learn outside of school uh, from people who are godly elders. Yeah. Godly sages, right? Yeah. Someone who has been through the battles. Because yeah. anything that you can learn and take from them are things that you can you can take that and avoid potholes in your life. Exactly. From from wisdom of someone older. Yeah. But I think it, when you're growing up, you're like, I can handle this. I can do this myself. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't need oh, I don't, that. That's just how old people do it. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying doing exactly the same way, but take take wisdom and apply it right. to your situation. I mean, there, there, is, there is, I can't think of the word, there is a maturity as someone who is young in their faith to take a step back and realize that you're young in your faith. Mm -hmm. There's maturity in that because you realize that, hey, I haven't experienced what other people who have been in this for a while have experienced. And by going and, and, and learning from them, mm -hmm. that, that shows, hey, I'm humble. I don't have all the stuff together. I don't have all the answers. But I'm seeking to, to, live, in, to live like God wants me to. 
And we do that by reading his word, by getting into that, by praying, by having that relationship with God. But you also gain that from having a relationship with people who have gone through it before yeah. and experienced it. Yeah. I, I I can't stress that enough. Like take that time to appreciate what is around you and what you can learn from. Um, I, I mean, I'll fully admit that, you know, when dealing with situations, I tend to just rely on myself. Yeah. I think like most people, sure. Like we're going to rely on ourselves and like, I could solve my way out of this. Yeah. In Christian maturity, a lot of times is taking yourself out of the center of your life. That is. Oh yeah. Stop making yourself. You, you yeah. make your crummy God. Exactly. Is, is what we're, we should be telling ourselves every single day. God, our God in heaven is a good God. He's an amazing God. Um, and I'm a crummy God. I, yeah. I don't, I'm not a good God. I was, I, what was I just listening to? Um, I can't remember. I've been listening to a lot of stuff. Yeah. Oh no, it was a, it was a Matt Chandler okay. uh, message yesterday. Uh, it was, it was a really great message. I can't recommend enough his, uh, his, his latest series. Um, cause he's real, oh my goodness. Sometimes like he just, he punches sometimes when other guys pat on the back, he punches in the face. Cause it's like the conviction sometimes that you yeah. need about, but he was just like, Hey, Hey, look at me. You make a crummy God, like just very direct. We, the, Cause he's, uh, he's in Malachi. Um, just kind of a, a, like talking about, oh goodness, what, what was the, what's the big point of Malachi? Out my brain, completely out of my brain. <laughs> Malachi is, of, of course, he's the, the last prophet. Yes. And like he's the last prophet. It's the last book of the Old Testament. Uh, and they've been in the series now for like over a month. Um, but the whole point, oh, the, the point is like of, of, of what is to come and what could be, is, go, is to be gained um, from the Messiah. So he was like working out mostly out of Malachi, but also in Hebrews and Isaiah. Um, but just talking about the fact that we, we, we constantly ignore the wisdom of God for our own wisdom hmm. and or for our, our own understanding, because it's the pride that we yeah. will constantly fall to. Like we want to be in control. So we continually turn back to ourselves and try to figure out how can I solve this problem? Yeah. And he's like, we make ourselves into a God, yeah. but we are not good at it. Yeah. We're a really crummy God because there's no figuring out in a way that would be how God does things, which is mutually beneficial to all. We're going to figure things out so it's good for us. Right. And without levels of godly wisdom and people have gone before us and learned that ahead of us, we're going to fall victim to the same thing. We're going to do uh, go through all the same things that they went through mm -hmm. when you could listen to them and be like, oh, if I start this now, right, I'll be good forever. Right, right. <laughs> so I've talked to older people and they're like, man, I wish I knew now. I, I wish when I was your age, I know what I knew yeah. now. And that's the, that's the idea. Like I could do so much different things in my life if I had the wisdom and the maturity of my whatever, 70 year old self when I was 25 yeah. or whatever, or when I was 18, yeah. because then I could make wise choices. I could, you know, do things that are godly and, and I understand the, the purpose of why I'm here. Right. Exactly. So those are the reasons why I'm going to seek out someone who is older than me, who has gone through the battles. I mean, a Christian person, someone who is a God follower, that, that yeah, person, somebody in your that life. I've seen yes. the fruit of the spirit working in them. Like they, they've, they've lived it out. Right. And I'm going to pick their brain. Yeah. 
and allow them to impart some of their knowledge and, and wisdom on me so I can live a life that, that I'm not making the same mistakes like you had just said. Yeah. That's, that's huge. Like you're, then now I'm whatever, graduating high school. I've got this person who's speaking into my life. Yeah. Um, as I'm now, we're not replacing our time with God with our time no, with, with someone no, no, else, no, 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 but this it's, is just another it's avenue. in conjunction with correct. And so I have this person speaking life into me and helping me to make decisions. Right, going to them for counsel and such things. Um, I can then start at a place that that I can grow from even further than that person who's seventy years old. Does yeah. that make sense? Absolutely. Like because I have sense. that. I have all these potholes and stuff. Hey. Let, let me let me you know talk to you and, and help you through these things. Take that advice. Realize in your in your Christian maturity that I don't have all the answers. That I'm mm-hmm. like you said, I'm not the God of of my life, right? Mm-hmm. And then you can start at a point that can help you to do greater things for God's kingdom than for a longer time. For a longer time, yeah. Right? It's it's funny because I mean Ron's even said this to me, and he's probably said the same thing to to you. And I know because I I think it's just it's advice that or not even advice encouragement that he's given to other people where he's he's we gotta have him on the podcast is he allowed you have to be of a certain age yeah. is, that, is that the criteria let's not let's not say that because <laughs> the only other person we've had on the podcast is nine ninety. ron's not there <laughs> no. ron's 70 <laughs> but yeah he's he's good yeah, yeah. we can have him on no i, I think i honestly i mean i think like he's got so many amazing stories, stories yeah. of, what, of what god's done in his ministry life i would love to have him on and interview him um but he's on big ben's podcast ron ron lives an enchanted life <laughs> he man. does doesn't he yeah he's buddies with I don't know. If, I don't know if we really should talk about that on the podcast, but it's funny because yeah. it's kind of stuff that Ron was. Like, hey, you want to see something? Yeah. And I'll like pull up a text thread, and he's like, "I'm like, is it Ben Roethlisberger you're texting?" He's like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like who are you, man?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just laughed because Ron. There is nothing arrogant about Ron right. at all. Like he's one of the most humble human beings on this planet. So Ron has said to me, and I'm sure he said this to other people, just as an encouragement, he said, I wish I was where you're at. I wish I was I was at the place that you're in at your age. Um, you know, he's talking about like faith maturity wise. Yeah. But the big reason I'm in the place I'm in at this age is because of guys like him, like guys that have spoken into my life and helped me shape who yeah. I am. And and the hope is that, you know, you and I, Zach, can now take the wisdom that we have, that we've formed from the, the generation ahead of us mm-hmm. and give it to the generations younger than us and then hope that they have even longer right. to enjoy it. So I can say that exact same thing to them. I'm 38, 30, you know, you're 39 going to be 40 here in a couple yeah, thanks months. Thanks for reminding me. Woo! Yeah. Old buddy. Yeah. That, that jersey multiplied by five. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Is that right? Yes. <laughs> you know basic math? Eight times five? <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> I couldn't remember. <laughs> I couldn't remember if eight times five was 40. Anyway. Um, but like in hopes that like these, you know, 15, 16, 17 year olds, we we give them the, now the the uh, uh, amalgam of of the wisdom that we've. It's taken. A big, it's a big word. Is it, did I use it incorrectly? I, I didn't say you did. I was just that's a big word. 
I'm impressed by your book. Given the combination <laughs> of the, the wisdoms. Of the wisdom that we've we've assembled and then give it to them. And then they start to use that to form who they are. And then they get to enjoy even longer. And that should be our hope continuously. Yeah. Is that we don't take for granted what is given. Right. You know, God gives his wisdom. That should be number one. And then God also imparts to his faithful followers that wisdom and allows it to stir in their hearts and the Holy Spirit uses it in all different kinds of ways, right. millions of different ways in unique situations. I mean, Christ, when he came, when he chose his disciples, they were teenagers, a lot of them. They were very young and teenagers, young 20s. He didn't choose old people, right, yep. to come and, you know, he chose young people to impart his wisdom, show the way to live. This is this is how you live a kingdom life, right? Yeah. And then they went off and changed the world yep. using what what you know Jesus came and imparted upon him. It's the exactly. same it's the same formula. Same concept. Yeah. Same concept. So um yeah, it's it, it take what you can get from these things. I didn't I mean the pod, we did not plan for the podcast to go this way. We had a different that's all right. That's all right. Yeah, it's totally fine. But our our recommendation would be, hey, make sure you're you're doing that. Yeah. Don't be afraid to sit down with somebody that is of a generation or two ahead of you that you know is a strong believer. Yeah. And ask them the questions, the hard questions. Sometimes I mean, sometimes you'll connect. Sometimes you'll be like, I don't get what you're trying to say, but that's fine. Yeah. It's a learning experience, but appreciate that generation ahead of you because they have something to offer. Yeah. In a huge way, especially our brothers and sisters in Christ. So, that's all I got, man. That's it. That's it. Podcast episode four of season three. The slowest moving season. <laughs> we've only had three. We've had two prior, and they were they were pretty good. No, we've, th- there was three episodes. This is our fourth episode. Right? I know, seasons-wise. You said the slowest moving season we've had. Yeah, the first two, were, we were just... Yeah. We had like 100-some episodes. No, it's not 100, but it was like 70-some episodes. Season three, it's been three months, and we have four of us. <laughs> so it's all right. we're going to get back into a routine, Zachy. I hope so. Oh, it's football season. That's <laughs> true. We, we got, got a lot to talk yeah, about. That's true. <laughs> we know how much you guys want to hear us talk about. <laughs> Kenny Pickett. <laughs> Dude, if, if they like go undefeated with the Super Bowl, this podcast is, is going to change as the season moves on here. But anyway. Wait. They haven't talked about church-related stuff <laughs> at all, faith-related stuff in months. <laughs> Steelers are twelve and zero. Yeah, <laughs> they're on a run. They're on a tear. Hey, but we're we're just happy to be back in the studio recording for you. Um, so please, if you can, um, share this with a friend and uh, who you think it might be helpful for. Um, make sure you follow it, and we will see you next time. I'm Steve. I'm Zach. Bye bye. Later. Later. <laughs> Later, skaters. Later, skaters.